anybody who watches me or has listened to me over the years understands that I love to point out something that I think doesn't make any sense. Something that we do, some particular, I don't know, thought or process or, or practice that I think makes no sense. That is beyond barbaric. Um, funerals, weddings, uh, graduations, anything involving ceremony, I find to be just I, I could talk about forever, perhaps maybe from a, a you know an anthropological point of view. And then when it comes to food, that's another story too. So this story, this story came up, which I find to be most fascinating. And, and, and I changed the subject matter because I wanted to talk about it today because I just it's fascinating. The subject is China's animal lovers or cat lovers or ilerophiles fight illegal cat meat trade. Um, this is, uh, I think from, uh, the stories about Han Jiali, uh, her cat Dabai was taken from her Shanghai house and she embarked on a hunt uh, for her pet that took her into the bowels of China's underground feline meat trade. And it goes on to explain that most Chinese people don't eat a uh, cat or not, uh, Ilerophagic or, or philinophagic. I don't know what the particular word for that is. But as you can probably understand, this is ripe for me because of the ancillary questions. Why is eating a cat so intellectually distasteful? Now, we must understand, we must eliminate the trespassorial part of this. Taking a cat from somebody, taking a cat, a sheep, a chicken, horse, dog, whatever it is, that, that's, that's, you know, larceny, that's trespassorial, that's, that's, that's wrong. Consuming it is awful. There's a psychic horror as well. There was a, there was a story years ago. It was a kind of an old wives. I, th- I think it was an old wives tale, but it was the joke that says something to the effect of guys in some restaurant with his wife in some foreign country and he has a dog with him. Their dog, Fifi, or you know, the, the the poodle. And he he orders something for for him and his wife. And he tells the uh, waiter in what he believes is his language. He he believes he's saying this correctly. He says, "And bring something for the dog." Okay, bring something for the dog. Do you understand what I'm saying? He this is. This is what he says, theoretically. Bring something for the dog. Well, as you can imagine, he misunderstood what he said. And instead, he brings back, according to this joke, a covered platter with the dog prepared. And, 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 you know, but, and, and it, it evokes horror, obviously, because it's your pet. But why does the consumption of certain things make human beings go crazy? We're going to talk about that at least initially and some other things as well, because this story fascinates me. And what's going to also fascinate me, I know, is your reaction to this, your analysis, your your take, your guttural, visceral uh, disgust, which I find so monumentally Uh, entertaining. So my dear friends, I ask you to listen carefully. Please subscribe to the channel. Hit that little bell so you're notified of live streams and new videos. And as always, remember, be a part of our our algorithms and metrics and everything. But, But before we begin, 
listen very carefully to this, our very, very, very critical sponsor. Dark clouds are gathering as markets shudder. Stocks are sinking, currency stumbling, fear and uncertainty reign. The Middle East, Ukraine, Taiwan, the debt, it's endless. Yet one asset stands firm, gold. In crisis after crisis, gold is there in the background. Its enduring value guards against loss, like a missile shield against incoming. While paper wealth burns, gold persists. Shield your savings against looming threats, war, recession, contagion, and avoid the frenzied panic of the unprepared. Take control in the chaos. Fortune favors decisive action. Get hold of gold now before it's out of reach. And right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free five-ounce America the Beautiful coin with every new IRA. Claim your free coin today to secure your financial future. As this new storm gathers, panic looms. And some of the places you were thinking of for your money, well, They don't look so clever anymore. Secure your future against disaster now. Open the Noble Gold Investments IRA and claim your free bullion coin today. Go to LionelNationGold.com. That's LionelNationGold.com. LionelNationGold.com, the only gold company I trust. And remember, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind. I love human behavior. I love the way we respond to certain things. I love the way that we, oh my God, people just, just, just respect. Like, like I said, they respond to a variety of things in a variety of ways from everything from the way we handle Hamas versus Palestinian versus Israel, Israelis versus Jews versus whatever. We respond in ways that just kill me. Everything that we do is a never ending source of fascination for me. Why is it? So let's talk about this for a moment. We always make, one of the great things about being a human being is is that we always make distinctions. We make distinctions. We say, Hamas, these are killers because they kill innocent people. What about the innocent people that we kill in war? Well, that's different. Distinctions without reasons. We do this all the time. We are so good at this. Well, that's different. Why is that different? Well, it's, it's, it's different. Really? Yes. Well, why do you just, because I remember right after 9-11, people were, I don't want to say they were Islamophobic. I don't believe they were Islamophobic, but they were just, oh my God, the Quran was horrible. This one was horrible. Everybody was horrible. And it was somebody's cursory reading of the Quran because all of a sudden they were expert in this. And they would say things like, well, the reason why is because you see, theirs is a religion of hate and violence. Where'd you get that from? Well, I read this. No, you didn't. Well, yes, I did. No, you didn't. Or as we say to no, no, you didn't. Food is fascinating. The way we react to it never ceases to amaze me. You have no idea. And I never thought about this. By the way, if anybody is listening who is kosher, halal, uh, or, or, or who has to, or who elects, um, to eat certain ways, my heart is with you. If you say I don't eat or uh, eat dairy or consume dairy, why lactose intolerance? Okay, that's fine. If you say I don't do this because I'm a vegan, they will hate you immediately. They will hate you. They will hate you immediately. Same re- same thing. Why? Well, I can't because I get I have tremendous. Uh, a volcanic flatulence and I can't do it and I become dyspeptic and uh, oh, okay, okay. 
doctor told me not to. Oh, okay. I'm taking antibiotics. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I understand that. I'm I'm kosher. Okay, they'll give you that one. You know, they'll give you that one. But if you decide, if you ever say, I don't drink milk, I don't drink dairy or eat dairy because of uh, the, the whole notion of, uh, you know, what it is and the hormones and the, and the, um, no, anyway, anything other than that, you will be <coughs> chided. You will be met with a barrage, a hail, a sortie of absolute endless streams of disgust. Now we have certain things that we do when it comes to eating as well. And I said, let's talk about beef. Oh, I love beef. Beef is good. It is good. And it is good. I'm telling you right now, I, um, I don't eat meat, but I love the taste of it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Love it. Never, ever, ever. Lo- I still watch. I still watch um barbecues uh barbecue is my favorite barbacoa and anyway but i i for reasons i i i and a lot of other people just don't think it's very good for your health anyway so when you talk about this and you say you know um especially my friends who say they are Global warming people, you know, global warming. Well, they don't say global warming anymore. They 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 say climate change. Well, you know, climate change and climate change. I said, do you understand what happens with beef? Beef is one of the worst things you can ever do to your cattle or to your country, the to your world, your planet. The amount of space you need for this big lumber, you gotta wait, you gotta wait for this thing to grow. And in order to make to speed up that growth, you hit it with hormones and you hit it with stuff. And you sit there and it's in this slot and it just eats this stuff and it gets fat and, and, and it defecates and urinates. And by the way, it's not the flatus that is associated with, with, uh, with climate change and the like. It's not, it's not a cow farting. It's erectation, borborygmus. It's belching. It's that. That's the thing. If you really want to be serious about it, if, if you're, if you're so inclined to, to believe that that's a big deal. In any event, that's what that is. And then there's the the effect on 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 on, on, on wastewater and aquifers. And then there's the trucking uh, back and forth and the, the moving the the uh, oh god, moving the uh, uh, fertilizer and just horrible. And then moving it and then processing it. And the plant, anyway, the people who are themselves supposedly who want you to drive EVs and who want you to do all this stuff, they will look at you and they'll say, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. That doesn't matter why, because I like meat. I like hamburger. I like whatever. And pork, even worse. Chickens, oh my God. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. They will just say to you, I don't want to hear it. This is what they're making. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It never enters their realm. Everything else, they want you to drive an electric vehicle. They will not let you wear fur. They don't want you to do this. It's based upon their own version of what is and isn't acceptable. Okay. You say, well, let's talk about this. 
What about cats? What about raising cats? What? Yeah. Very easy. Quick turnover. Very environmentally healthy. Don't need a lot of, you know, their meat is lean. Oh, shut up. Don't talk to me about that. I love cats. I didn't say you didn't love cats. You want to consume things, right? Yeah. This is better in the environment. It's easy. We don't need, I mean, you can really do quick turnover. It doesn't take a lot, you know, and they're bred. You can get certain breeds, you know, that are bigger depending upon the meat quality. People will shut you down. They'll say, and I ask them, why is this? Somebody says, gross. That's the answer. Gross. Why? Why? Why is this gross? Why? Tell me. Why is slaughtering a cow, a pig, a chicken, fish, eel, depending upon where you're from, why is that not gross? Why do you think so? Isn't that interesting? You see how we are we are speciesists. Is that a word? Why is that? Why do you think that is? I'm I'm serious. We react. And a lot of it, and I love everybody. I love everybody. But it's kind of a girl thing. Ew. That's a girl thing. Girls are raised. It's, it's how do I say this? Not all girls, but 90% of them. It's part of being the fairer sex, you know, and always everything disgusts them. If you ever had sisters, ew. The whole world is, ew. You're gross. They they love that. It's a way. It's a it's a it's a form of. Hey, look at me. Uh, it's never like. Well, that's an interesting point. No, we we love to do that, and it, and, and it's a girl thing. It, it, I'm I'm sorry. I hate to say it. Uh, if uh, you're with a bunch of your male friends, bunch of guys hanging around, and somebody says, "Ew, gross," it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why do you think that is? And listen to what we're saying. Someone writes the difference between domesticated and not domesticated. Now, understand something. This is interesting. I love your thought process in this. We're not talking about going into neighborhoods. And t- By the way, Curtis Lewa would go crazy because all of a sudden, Curtis Lewa married a woman who was very big into, a uh, very, very nice woman who who's, who's very much into preserving or helping cats. And he got like 9,000 cats. This subject would make him sick. Because he is an islerophile versus an islerophobe, and cats in particular, you know, whatever it is. But what is it? Cows are domesticated. Uh, what if you domesticate? What if you take these? What if you have these little kittens, these cats, and they run around, and they run around, and they, uh, you know, there's no, they're not tortured. They're not like animals, chickens, where you cut the beak off and they can't peck and they're horrible and they wallow in their own ways. And they just get to a certain point. You know, they say about herding cats, it's actually quite easy. Come this way. Let's say they're dispatched painlessly. Nothing, you know, no no pain. Just dispatch and move. And you find out that the, uh, that the, the carbon footprint is de minimis. These are not, and by the way, these would not be uh, cats that were from pounds or anything like that, they would be bred, what difference it makes, but anyway, it would be bred specifically for that. What is it? 
As soon as you name them, they're part of the family. Well, that may be true, but if you've ever been to people on farms, talk to people on farms, they will say, oh, no, no. Uh, Future farmers, they raise this thing. They love this cow or whatever it is. They get up in the morning and they do their stuff and they they love their cow. And then when the cow or the calf or whatever it is gets a certain way, they got no problem with that. That's the way kids on farms, they also learn about sex. They, They have a very interesting... Uh, idea about nature and reproduction. No, they give them names. They give them names. Understand that? Why? There's no answer for that because we're crazy. That's why. We have no reason for this, none. But we will come up with reasons to explain. No. There was a fellow named... There's a weird food, Andrew Zimmern. Andrew Zimmern. He said one of the most interesting, um, one of the most interesting, or the, the one of the best beef-like substances he ever had was, I think, mule. I get mule and burrow and donkey. You know what? I'm glad I brought this up. Mule. Versus donkey. I think the other one is burrow. You know, I, I, it's like a rabbit and a hare. The main difference between burrows and mules are that burrows are just domesticated. Donkeys are smaller than mules and are usually primarily in underdeveloped countries. Oh, there you go. See? It's like ponies. I like the fact that we kind of know what the words are, but we don't really look them up. We're not really, really sure, okay? Uh, Hindus worship cows. That's that's true. That's great. We also have, um, you know, birds that we we make no sense. And the reason why I'm telling you this is this is the same distinction. This is why the world is so screwed up. I asked somebody the day why is I was reading today uh, early uh, something about we have to shut down and censure. Anti-Semitic speech. Why? I asked that to a bunch of friends the other day. We were talking, and they looked at me like, "What are you kidding me?" I said, "So what? It's anti-Semitic? What? What? Why? What? What is anti-Semitic? What does that mean?" Well, uh, now if somebody stands up and says, "For the systematic liquidation of people," I don't even think you would have to actually censure that. I think we, we. We, we need to have recall position, but I think we will be able to handle that. And I don't mean violently, but I think people should be able to address this in other particular ways. But I said, well, why is it? Well, the difference is that anti-Semitic is this. Well, what happens if they said the same thing about anti-Palestinian? Well, Palestinians aren't trying to kill somebody. Well, the Palestinians say Israelis are trying to kill people. Well, they're not. The terrorists are Palestinians. You see how we do this? We just make these rules. We just, well, you don't understand. Israeli, they're different. Okay. And they may be. I'm only interested in what people say. See, you can eat, if the beef is okay, veal, well, you know, I don't know. See, I always have a rule going back to animals. It's the Disney rule. If there is a, char- a creature or a character uh, named after an animal, you can't eat it. Uh, Bambi, maybe, maybe. I've got a friend of ours, uh, I'm not going to mention his name, but every year he goes deer hunting. 
and he and his family they spend a lot of money and they go to different parts of the country and they 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 wait in stands all day to get it very very early sometimes they get something sometimes they don't and they wait for the deer to come by and they take their rifle and they boom and they get them and then they take them in the field dress them and they feed them and there's one and I, and, and I'm not I'm not saying don't do it but there's no problem with that. Now, if you did that for cats, say, you can't do that. Why? Well, well, what's the difference? You 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 can say, well, domestic and convention. Don't give me that <laughs> convention business. There was a time when we had slavery that was part of the convention, and we got rid of that. You can't just tell me that that's just the way we do it. It's got to make sense intellectually. Sparky says, in the old days, some poor white kids would try to sell cats, which they had skin to butchers as rabbits. Since at a glance, skin cats look like skin rabbits. That is true. That that is uh, I had actually heard that, and I don't. Again, let me see if I can. What's the difference? In Sparky bringing up a good point. What's the difference between a rabbit, a rabbit bunny, Bugs Bunny? Bunnies are so cute. They're obviously, obviously prey because their eyes are on the side. I mean, they are born just saying everybody wants me. Why? Because my eyes are over here. Holy God. Well, sharks have eyes here too. They're predators. That rule doesn't work all the time. I find it fascinating. Uh, Edie Crowley says, Jackson Galaxy's My Cat from Hell show well worth it. Thank you for that. I, I will do that. Let me go back to what I'm saying again. We're making these distinctions between things. Because this is what we do. We as human beings, and and by the way, social media reflect that. We reflect it. Because social media creates basically uh, bullshit artists who just spew this out on a regular basis in in drove, in, in, in torrents. Ex- being able to explain, well, the reason for this is this, and this is this. Why is his religion crazy and not yours? Well, somebody said, well, you know this story. You know, you know what it's all about, right? Well, the temple. Uh, you know, Abraham, Allah, Allah, Muhammad. What about Jesus? Now, wait a minute. A virgin birth? His father was a carpenter in the desert? What are you talking about? What? Noah's Ark? Now, wait a minute. Hold it. What do you mean, hold it? You were making fun of uh, the Muslims. Well, have have you read the Quran? You didn't either. It's not, did you read it? Did you study it? No. See, we just make distinctions all day long. We do it all the time. You could say whatever you want. If I stood up and if I stood up in the Congress and said, Mr. Speaker, Mr. President, whatever it is. I'd like to move for censure for the following. These people are vile and they should be driven and kept in a prison. Oh, that's terrible. Who said that? He said that. About who? About the Russians. Oh. Oh, that's okay. Wait, wait, wait. That's okay. Wait, well, that, that's Putin. Wait a minute. I can say that about the Russians, but I can't say that about Bibi Netanyahu? No. Why? Wow. You see? Cat, no. Chicken, yes. Fish, yes. Remember foie gras? Oh, every 10 years we have this. Foie gras 
is this wonderful, and it is very, very nice if you are so inclined to eat this stuff, but it's very, very, very good. And what it is, is it is a, um, you take Gus, Gus, you take a guy named Gus, no, you take uh, ducks and geese, ducks and geese and chickens, and you, uh, goose liver, duck, and you, you put a tube, like a long tube down their throat, and you fill their guts with this very high fat stuff to, to lard up their livers. Now, the reason is, is that it doesn't gag them because they are marine birds or urns. It was always a crossword puzzle word, E-R-N, because they don't have a gag reflex because they're used to swallowing fish whole with spikes and fins. And so they, they don't gag. You can, you can put stuff down their throat. It doesn't hurt them. And it fills them up. And then when they get their liver gets to be about nine times the size of usual, they kill them, which they were going to kill anyway. They were going to kill them anyway, but they're going right for the liver and they go right for the liver. And for some reason, this is disgusting. They don't want to stop the sale of duck or geese, you know, for to be at, to be at, but they want this. This is a problem. And it's these animal rights people who all of a sudden show up whenever they feel like it. It's kind of like Antifa. Antifa, they're there. You, you, you don't really know when they're there. They're there, sort of, kind of. Here they come. I don't know. Okay. And I would always ask the question: Why are you so? Why? Why are you so upset over this when you you don't mind that they're killed? What if we? What if we kill the duck, but we don't? We leave the liver alone, or we just sell it? We just don't, you know, do the foie gras. Okay, that's okay. That makes no sense. I've had PETA people get upset with me because I say, I say, well, I don't eat the animals. Oh, that's great. Well, I do it because of, of not because of any kind of uh, concern for their for their 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 sanctity as, as a living species. I do it because I think it for a health reason. What? They don't like that. They don't like the fact that I, <laughs> I'm doing the same thing they're doing. But the reason why I'm not. The reason why am I not killing you now? I'm not killing you because I believe you're a Martian and Martians are good. Whereas I'm not killing you because, well, that's against the law and we're all God's people. Oh, so your your reason for not committing murder is better than your reason for not committing murder. But neither of you are committing murder. So what difference does it make in the first place? This is how demented we are. This is how demented we are. Ladies and gentlemen, stand by, please. Are you liking this chapter? Please, you must like this video. You must do it. You must do it. You must subscribe to the channel. You must like it. You must hit that little bell and all that kind of stuff. But also, dear friends, we have to talk about something very, very important. Speaking of food, speaking of food and eating, what happens if stores are closed because of some calamity? Well, here's what to do. All right, fellow Patriot, let's talk about My Patriot Supply, the country's largest preparedness company, and it is more than equipped to stock your shelves in times of emergency. You can ditch the canned vegetables in the box, pasta and the banana chips and the jerky. Their best-selling three-month food kit provides delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners that last up to 25 years. Now, these meals offer over 2,000 calories every day, 
with a balance of protein and carbs to keep you fed and ready to go in the event of an emergency. Just add water and heat, then eat. Start or strengthen your food supply with this three-month food kit from My Patriot Supply. So go to preparewithlionel.com to get ready. Preparewithlionel.com. I'm going to say it again. Preparewithlionel.com. Go now. Unless you are at home with the notion of making uh, distinctions about things, you can't do well in life. You have to be able to handle distinctions to explain certain things. Why is this better than this? Why is this different than this? Let me give you an example of something. Um, I think I told you this a while back. There was something years ago where they uh, wanted to see the difference between older people and younger people. And I don't know exactly what determined or what defined old people as, but anyway. So what they did was they they said, okay, uh, let's look. And I think they gave they gave everybody a kind of a I guess it was a it was a for lack of a better word, it was a uh It's a, they gave them a, um, a, 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 a quick type of reaction to something like a whack-a-mole. Well, young people did very, very well. Older people didn't do as well, but they did it. And again, I'm not sure what, what old constitute, but then they gave them a, a, a thing. They say, can you tell the difference between this situation and this situation? What's the difference between this, this picture and that picture? What's missing in this picture than them? And they asked people and believe it or not, Older people did much better, and they believe they believe that the reason for that was because that involved judgment, being able to differentiate between this and this, and that is critical. That is something that needs to be said. That is something which needs to be said. That is something which is so responsible and so necessary. That is what needs to be said. What's the difference between this and this? And that's what the mark of a great mind is. To be able to sit there and say, that's a very good question. And the reason for this is because of such and such. Is racism wrong? Yes. Is it okay to hate terrorists? Well, of course. Why? Well, because of what they're doing. Is it okay to dismiss a religion? Some if I understand what the basis for that is. Sparky says, I read a violin maker's book from the early 1700s that said, use intestines of an agile cat for violin violin screens. Funny, that agile was specified. Well, you know, cat gut was the term. They used to have gut strings. We used to talk about, and by the way, thank you, Sparky, for tennis and the like. I'll never be able to understand how people can say, I can wear shoes. This is why this is why we are all demented. This is why we as a people are demented. We don't know what we're talking about. We don't know what we're talking I I I talk to people and I said, I don't understand. And and by the way, whether it's and, and I'm the only one who is saying this. When you call something anti-Semitism. And I'm able to limit what you're saying because it is anti-Semitism. You have just given me the opportunity to stop speech by virtue of the fact that I've given it a name that you accept. If I said, I don't want to hear what that black guy has to say. Why not? 
because he's spewing black stuff. Well, you can't say that. How about hate? That's okay. What I've done is I've just I've just shut down the speech, but I've given you a different reason. I've given you a a a a, a reason for this. That's where we are right now. You see how this thing works? I've given you a reason. So you can shut down Rashida Tlaib because she's anti-Semitic. From the river to the sea, that's anti-Semitic. Now, the the other folks, the Palestinians, some will say, no, we want this territory from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean. That's what we want. Well, we, we, no, 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 that's, no, no. What do you mean? Well, that's anti-Semitic. No, that's not anti-Semitic to me. Well, it is to me. And because I think it is, you can't say it. MAGA. What's wrong with that? That's white supremacist. Who says? I said. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You you Trump people are white supremacists, so therefore we're gonna show we're we're gonna shut you down. We're gonna call it a conspiracy theory. Why? Because we can. You see what happens? You just empower them. See, what you did was you sat back and you said, okay, I'll let them shut down Rashida Tlaib, but they better not try to shut me down. Oh, they will. And you just gave them the the, uh, the mechanism of doing that. You just did that. So my friends, I just want you to understand, recognize that we are so stupid as people. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's true. Now, here we go. You ready for this one? You're going to love this one. A developing story. Investigators suspect prostitution ring may have been part of a Chinese espionage plot targeting high-tech government contracting centers like Cambridge and Tyson's Corner in Virginia. Did you see that? Did you see this story? This is from Real Clear Investigations. Read up. Paul Sperry's piece. Now, do they mind that there are prostitution rings? Is that what you're trying to do? You're trying to are you trying to shut down a prostitution ring? Because investigators suspect a prostitution ring may have been. Now, here in Queens, in New York, have you seen? Oh, have you seen Washington in this one street where there basically women are walking around like Victoria's Secret? Well, what used to be the Victoria's Secret, but just walking around basically with their ass hanging out up and down the street. And that's okay. Those are called sex workers. So let me ask you the question. Why is it? And in fact, again, Paul Sperry does a wonderful job here. You can read this. This is from The Hill. Uh, it says right here. Uh, three people were uh, arrested for allegedly operating sophisticated high-end brothels in Virginia and Massachusetts that cater to high-powered clients, including elected officials and government contractors with security clearances. Well, what's wrong with that? Han Lee of Cambridge, Mass., James Lee of Torrance, California, and Jun Myung Lee of Dedham, Mass., were charged with conspiracy to coerce and entice to travel in illegal sexual activity. What the hell does that mean? Did you see this? Now, I live in a state where we have people or the city where they want New York to be the sex tourism capital of the world. This is true. I'm not just exaggerating. So why is it that these people are being told 
that they can't what? Conspiracy to coerce and entice to travel to engage in illegal sexual activity? But it's not illegal. The Interstate Prostitution Network included multiple brothels in Cambridge and Watertown, Mass., and just outside of Washington, D.C., in Fairfax and Tyson's, Virginia. The DOJ did not identify any of the high-powered clients. The brothels allegedly said, uh, over the course of the investigation, a wide array of uh, buyers were investigated. Now, let me stop right there. And I want you to listen to me, and I want you to listen carefully, because this is critical that you understand what I'm saying. Your government, and I've been telling you this, they've been wanting to make sex work legal. Sex work is legal. They wanted to stop uh, loitering and prowling statutes because it affected sex workers and the LGBTQ community. I have no idea. Why is it that what these people are doing is considered theoretically wrong? Sex traffic? I don't understand it. What's it going to be? If there's somebody in your neighborhood, let me tell you what's going to happen. Sex traffic is going to be ruled legal. You're going to have brothels in your neighborhood. You're going to have B&Bs, Airbnb. By the way, Airbnb is the worst thing that has hit. I mean, some people swear by them. Anybody who turns their house over to an Airbnb, you've got to be kidding. Anyway, so this goes to show you. Now, why do I bring this up? Because as is the theme of today's show, you have to be able to differentiate this from this. And what is the difference? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Do you hear what I'm saying? Are you following this? Good. Okay? Good. Here's one for you. This is interesting. This is a, in a major breakthrough, surgeons perform world's first whole eye transplant. Now, they don't specify whether the eye works or not, but they have a transplant. And that's good. When you were a kid, maybe maybe not, young men, if you were in my generation, there was a joke where the punch where the punchline sort of was, would I, would I? And then was going back to that one. Here's something from the Manhattan Institute. There was a, a wonderful YouTube uh uh Glenn Lowry. Glenn Lowry and uh, John McWhorter discuss, is pro-Hamas a fireable offense? I say, no. No. Absolutely not. Let me just end that right away. Absolutely not. Okay? You understand this? Now, here's one for you. Here's another story. They rule right now, the human species has topped $8 billion with longer lifespans offsetting fewer births. But world population growth continues a long trend of slowing down. Why is this important? I want you to listen to what I'm saying. Since Bentham, since Malthus, eugenicists and the like have done everything in their power to shut things and to limit growth and basically go to a form of eugenics or depopulation, even in the most extreme of cases, based upon the idea that the that the world cannot handle this. Okay, now here's something which is really stupid. We, we have a governor by the name of Kathy Hochul. 
And Kathy Hochul sits up, and I, I'm, I'm convinced, she sits around at night and says, what can I do to screw up the state of New York? What can I possibly do to really screw things up? I don't know. Well, here's her latest one. You ready for this? This is what she said. Ruth Westheimer, Dr. Ruth, Ruth Westheimer, the longtime sex therapist and talk show host, was appointed. I don't know how old she is. She's, how old is she? She must be 150. Anyway, uh, bless her heart. She has been, yeah. Let me see how old she is. Ruth Westheimer. Because you know everybody wants to get rid of people who are old. Ruth Westheimer is 95 years old. She's 95 years old. Bless her heart. Good for her. Anywho, um, where is this? Ah, yes. Ruth Westheimer was appointed by New York Governor Kathy Hochul on Thursday as the state's honorary ambassador to loneliness. <laughs> After pitching the idea herself last year amid the COVID-19 pandemic. The 95-year-old pledged to counsel New Yorkers of all ages on addressing loneliness and isolation. She's expected to speak to groups to help the state's efforts to battle mental health problems. Westheimer responded to the news with a hallelujah. Uh, she's a Bronx resident and Holocaust survivor. She added, I am deeply honored and promised the governor that I will work day and night to help New York New Yorkers feel less lonely. Absolute nonsense. Okay? Nonsense. This is where we live today. This is where we live. This is the part that kills me, okay? This is a part. Here's one for you. This came out. I don't know if anybody told you about this one. Can I bring this one up? This was a study that came out in, this was 2019, a couple of good 2019 studies uh, and others. With the development of Wi-Fi technology, and by the way, nobody knows, this, knows anything about Wi-Fi, especially 5G, whatever it is, and the widespread exposure to electromagnetic radiation. People are increasingly concerned about the health hazards associated with radio frequency electromagnetic fields, as from cell phones and Wi-Fi, particularly about the current decline in sperm concentration and uh, the increase in male infertility. This is from 19, this is 2019. Do you understand this? There was another study that says that men who frequently use their cell phones may suffer from lower sperm counts and those who do not, according to a Swiss study that adds to the mounting uh, body of evidence showing a link between cell phone use and decreased male fertility. Anybody bring that up? Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. Here's another story for you. At UPenn, heinous, heinous anti-Semitic uh, slogans beamed on UPenn buildings as civil rights complaint filed. Heinous, this is from the New York Post, heinous anti-Semitic slogans were beamed onto buildings via light, you know, not spray paint, uh, in the latest disturbing incident at the Ivy League institution as the school faces a civil rights complaint uh, accusing it of being a magnet for anti-Semites. Multiple social media accounts Thursday showed a light show. It says, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, read one of them. Zionism is racism. Uh, Penn funds Palestinian genocide is another one. And they, uh, there's also been a rise in anti-Semitic acts in uh, campus 
building, including swastikas and hateful graffiti, as well as chants at rallies captured on video circulated, uh, glorifying the atrocities of, uh, of all these other stuff. Okay, now, I'm going to try this, and I'm going to admit 100% that I'm wasting my time. I'm going to be accused of somehow sanctioning this. But So what? If you want to stop people from saying something, then address it. Now, I will say this, and this is a not really a defense of this, but a, but a, a version of this. If somebody were to say, put a light show about race, uh, maybe transgender, you know, transphobic stuff, you would never hear the end of it. There would be calls for Department of Justice investigations. When it comes to Israel, when it comes to you know Zionism, when it comes to writ, people are quick to make the distinction. My thing is very simple. Let me go ahead. Okay, where, where is your sign? Where is your sign? Oh, oh, that one there? Okay, turn your line. Okay, what does it say? From the river to the sea. Okay, is that okay? That's okay. That's your free speech. Yeah, okay, let me turn my light on. I got my, I got my switch. You got to see what mine says. Oh, you're not going to like it. But it's my opinion. It's about transgender, gay, black people, lesbians. You're going you're gonna to hate this. But, but it's my opinion. So I will pick, you were to pick that building? Okay, I'm going to pick that building. And I'm going to put my building up. Right, my thought. See what happens with that. What did we start off at first? The, section, the, the purpose of today's show started off with the idea about how human beings in particular are very weird and very strange when it comes to differentiating between this and this. And I don't know what the difference is between this and this. People can sit there and say, wow, there's... They're, the reason why we don't eat cats is there is no reason. It's out of convention. It's out of just, there is no reason. It would make more sense. But we're, well, we're the, no, it would make more sense. It would absolutely make, but we create in our minds distinctions. I gave you the story before. Your government is telling you all the time, sex work is going to be the next, the next uh, industry that it will support and sponsor and the like. Sex work. Okay, fine. Is that true? Yes. But now they want to shut down sex work that may involve this, what, the exchange of ideas? Okay, maybe that's true, but so charge somebody with espionage, but don't charge them with engaging in sex work when you just told me last week that sex work is going to be the answer to all these people. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is where we are right now. This is the lunacy that we are. This is this is the stuff. This deals with speech. This deals with the ability to say what you want. And I'm telling you right now, do you want to have free speech or don't you? Or do you want to have selective free speech? You know, when you talk about free speech, you think of one particular person. And I, and I will always tell you right now. 
The man is Mike Lindell. Look what he did. Look what he's gone through by daring to just speak. Oh, what does Mike Lindell do? Maybe this will give you a hint. Let me tell you about my great friends at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. And by the way, use promo code Lionel. Use promo code Lionel and receive a free gift. No purchase necessary. And yes, I realize that gifts are free. It's a tautology. Get over it. Sue me. So what are we talking about? How about Giza Dream bed sheets? MyPillow 2.0. Sheets, slippers, percales, towels, quilts, bedspreads, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, linens, kitchen towels, bathrobes, name it. Items to luxuriate and relax. And don't forget, Christmas is just around the corner. And yes, it makes a great stocking stuffer. And it's fine for dad or grad. Made by the greatest company from the greatest people in the greatest country. Or call 800-645-4965 if you're OG and see how quickly Mike Lindell answers the phone. 800-645-4965. But don't forget, only use promo code Lionel. That's MyPillow.com. Promo code Lionel. MyPillow.com. Promo code Lionel. Makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. See, my friends, I want you all the time, I want you to spend today and I want you to think, what's the difference between this and this. And if there's really no difference, then that answers the question. The question is not, should anti-Semitism be, what's the difference between me saying this and me saying this? When you have critical race theory, why can't I have critical race theory that says that uh, certain races are inferior or they have a genetic predisposition to being enslaved, which is ridiculous. I don't believe that. But what if that was my idea? Can I say that? Anybody going to help me with that? Is New York Times? No, of course not. Why? Because that idea is not is not accepted. But the other one is. Now you're going to have to ask yourself a question. What are you going to do in life? Are you going to just sit by and be a uh, you know, spectator? I guess. Are you going to sit back and just say, well, that's the way you go. Why? Why? What are you going to do? What is your What is your role going to be? You're going to sit on the sidelines. You're going to sit back and walk. Maybe tweet something. Maybe. Maybe. Or are you going to get in there and really get into it? Are you going to engage your friends? What is your role in this world? What is your What is your thing? Is it just a I'm just a passive bystander? I don't know. I just you know I don't got time for that. Ain't got time for that. What's her name? Sweetness, whatever her name was. Got a cold pop. Somebody was, I got bronchitis. Remember that? I ain't got time for that. That's what you got to ask yourself. What's your role going to be? What's your role? Most people I know are the biggest bunch of lazy folks who sit on their fat ass all day and they don't do anything. Especially people who are involved in political organizations that I've had the the, uh, pleasure of, of attending. Uh, Sparky says SSRIs select a severely rec- uh, reduced libido in both sexes. Well, w- the question is this: um, What is libido? What does that mean? What is it? What if libido was something that was a side effect of a particular? pathology that was you know anorexia 
is a terrible thing. But anorexia has, before it gets to the point of 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 uh, of uh, causing you know health damage, but anorexia, that mental illness, has positive effects until it goes too far. I mean, you can you can it's called fasting. You know, you can fast for a long time, then then it goes too far. Well, what does that mean, libido? What does all of this mean? What is, there's always a balance to things. The idea of SSRIs and uh, serotonin reuptake inhibitor uh, uh, use and the like, it, it means a lot of things. It can also affect your ability to feel uh, excited. It can affect performance, not, not sexual performance, but, but it can, for, for example, being, being a, uh, a, um, Let's say a stand-up comic, it could affect it negatively as well. But the idea is that what it does theoretically, by virtue of, of inhibiting serotonin reuptake, it stops those tremendous downward spirals of depression. So you gotta ask yourself this this question. And what what kind of libido? Does a rapist have a libido? Is there a positive or negative libido? Libido, what positive? libidinous behavior? What, what does that even mean? <clears throat> Again, what I just told you in the last 30 seconds, nobody ever, nobody ever asks. So we don't ask questions. We don't, we, we don't ask questions. We don't ask questions. It's, it's one of those things. The other day I was talking to somebody and they said, when you, have you ever gone to the store and you open up a big bag, big bag of chips or something? There's a store near us that has more chips than you can imagine. Every conceived vinegar and bacon flavored taco, Dorit, whatever it is. And you get these bags home and you open them up and there's nothing in there. Is that wrong? No. Well, read what the weight says. The weight's correct. The weight's correct. They're not lying. They're, they're, but the bag's too big. Yeah, but the weight's correct. Yeah, but... Now, you might, you might be arguing this was cheaper than... That's a different argument. But the argument people should be asking is, for example, and I got into this the other day, I said, the argument is not with people who are suggesting that maybe uh, there, there's a problem with this. The question is, and what's important, what's, what, what's critical for everybody to understand is, this idea of how is it, and this is important, how is it that uh, you, you're, you're being offended by the illusion of something when in fact it's not duplicitous at all? How do you explain that every one of the pro-abortion movements, they ended up in disaster for the Republicans? You want to talk about that? Americans don't want abortion repeal, but it's murder. That'll get you killed uh, election electoral electorally that's it my friends it is absolutely positively and i mean this sincerely it's one of those things where we have to ask ourselves this question why is it why is it what is it what is it about our thing right now that makes us who we are sparky says from the river to the sea is chanted by zionists too and it's not exclusive to palestinians well it could very well be. And by the way, there are people who are, I'm sorry to say this, there are people, as you know, who are responsible, responsible 
and I mean this sincerely, they're responsible for uh, let me try this, Sparky. There are uh, Jews who are anti-Zionists. There are Jews. And if somebody wants to say, if they want to chant anything, have we forgotten? So what? This is America. You're going to hear chants. We used to have this thing in New York. Maybe they still have it. We're here. We're queer. We're back every year. All right. I'm offended by that. I'm like, get, get, cut that. Stop that. I want to stop that too. Yeah, because we're advocating a life that's sordid and the contrary to the Bible. Wait a minute. Wait, stop, stop. I get to, they, they, you can't say that? No, you can't say that. Why? Because you let me shut down the from the river to the sea thing. And because I can shut that down, I'm going to shut this one down. MAGA, don't say that. Why? White supremacist. Don't don't yell that. Take that sign down. Take all those signs down. That is, we're gonna. Did you see at the at Penn they were they they had a um, a light show where they were posting MAGA signs. Can't do that. Why? Because you let me take down pro Hamas. There are people as despicable as it may be to you. There are people who think that Hamas are doing a great job. I know that's weird. What can't they think that? Can't they think this? SSRIs may be a reason, but that overall violent crime is down. Could it be connected to lowered sex drive? I don't know if no. Uh, with all due respect, it's a very interesting question. Lower violent crime down? Let's assume this is true. And let me give you 9 million variations of why that could happen. And of those 9 million causation factors, one of them might be SSRIs. One of them. Now, when you say violent crime, you mean men? Or violent crime in women? Is violent crime done in women as well? What about elderly violent crime? People think, and what's sparky, what's dangerous about, not what you're saying, more people, they, they believe that uh, that um, oh, what is that stuff? Chemical castration, not not progesterone, but you know what I'm talking about. There's a there's the the uh, chemical castration. Uh, this is the one that that makes what is it called? Come on, what does what's the name of it? And aphrodisiac drugs, whether to reduce, uh, uh, what's the name of it? There's a name for it. There's a name, not, not progesterone. Oh, remember diethylsilbestrol? Remember DES, in the 1944, it lowers testosterone? Uh, I've got news for you. Do you think that Ted Bundy uh, did what he did because of a libido? Do you think if you can lower, quote, libido, that Ted Bundy and others were not going to do this? What do you think motivated Ted Bundy to do what he did? What motivates a rapist? 
sexual desire or anger, violence to 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 exact violence. That's the issue. That's the issue. You got it? You sure you understand that? It's very, very important. And excellent, excellent, excellent question. Very, very important point. Now, by the way, let me just say something. SSRIs have saved people's lives. Whether I, I know in our conspiratorium, part and parcel of your membership is that you must always speak ill of them. Kind of like almost like, like Tom Cruise. But no, there are people whose lives have been saved because of that specifically. All right, dear friends, uh, thank you so, so very much. Have a great and glorious day. By the way, a couple of things I want to remind you of, if you don't mind. I hope you don't mind. Number one, Um, where is this? Just a second here. Just a second. Ah, here we go. First, I want you to follow Mrs. L on YouTube. This is the this is the link. Just click right there and you are right to the subscription page. Just click click right there to get her incredibly important and critical uh, information. Don't forget to follow her on Twitter. Let me make sure I get this here. There we go. Follow her. Where is it? Oh, here we go. Follow Lens Warriors. There we go. Right there on uh, X or Twitter at Lens underscore Warriors and YouTube. And also... Make sure you just you continue to follow her because we have always new uh, newsletters. One's coming out, another one, uh, all kinds of information which you need to equip yourself. And by the way, let me just keep telling you: quit, quit, keep asking questions, and ask the question again. What's the difference between this and this? If I can say this, why can't I say this? Uh, Sparky. Oh, by the way, Sparky, I yesterday absolutely went, I called everyone some and asked, are you aware of any particular prohibitions on what people can and can't write in terms of YouTubes? I got, I went and I looked, some people said, yes, we kind of know that. But as far as rules go, anything specific that I can point to, I found nothing, but I'm still looking. Sparky says, did Palestinians co-opt from the river of the sea from Zionists? Maybe they did. Don't know. But it's a fascinating thing. But even but here's my question. This is what I ask you, dear, dear friend. If they did, so what? So what? Let people say what they want to do. You understand this? You understand this? And by the way, please do me a favor. Thank you so, so much. The more you can document your inability to quote things, to say things, either in uh, YouTube, the more it helps me. So if you could do a screenshot or something, maybe before or after, whatever, please let me know. Because when I go to report this, I need more than just anecdotal, like, well, this guy, Eric, said that they won't let him... Well, what in particular? Well, you know, he just, well, what couldn't he write? Well, he, is he on your chat? Well, he's on the chat, but he, but he says he can't do such as what in particular. I don't know. So the more information you can provide, the better it is. All right, dear friends. Thank you so much. Have a great and glorious day. And uh, Sparky uh, and Sparky, Edie Crowley, thank you as usual. uh, Your, your, your contributions. 
Your benevolence and beneficence are so incredibly appreciated. It's not even remotely funny. Okay? You got that? All right. All right, dear friends. See you later. Have a great day. See you tonight at 7 p.m. And don't forget these particular words. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Da-da.